Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 31st, 2019. Strong hand, offended by selling, value your wealth in Bitcoin, unconfiscatable, one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Be a unique beast. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Check out Friday's This Week in Bitcoin show, Ansel, Gabriel, Divine, and Christian Ronch. Check out yesterday's uh, Beyond Bitcoin show. Uh, Friday's This Week in Bitcoin show, Saturday's Beyond Bitcoin show. All good stuff. Disruptmeister.com. You can watch all my old videos. Let's just jump in. Somebody left a comment about, I mentioned Stellar, I think, on Thursday's video. Link to below, of course. Uh, and this guy, Littlefoot, said this in the chat. He says, it's sad that a lot of centralized projects did better than pure decentralized community-driven projects. People still want their hands held and don't want to be their own bank. Well, that last line really says it all. Yeah, people still want their hands held and they don't want to be their own bank. And yeah, they'll, they'll fall for uh, something like Stellar, which is centralized. But on, on that note of not being their own bank, let's move on to Coinbase and what's going on over there. Now, they're going to offer uh, for for big, uh, who, who are these guys? For institutional investors, staking of Tezos. Now I'm going to, I'm going to look now to an outsider, to an outsider who doesn't know much about cryptocurrency and just is from the regular financial markets. They're going to look at Coinbase and see that, oh, if I get this Tezos, they're going to give me more Tezos. It's like an interest bearing bank account. They're going to see Coinbase as a, a crypto bank that gives you interest. Okay. There are going to be some people that are going to look at this story and interpret it that way. And to tell you the truth, uh, if, if Coinbase can make a lot of people think that's what they are, then they're going to do really well because people want interest on their uh, holdings and they they want their hand held. They don't want to be their own bank like the guy said above. All right. So let me read you this really quick, quick from the, uh, the block crypto. Uh, Coinbase launches a staking service for institutional clients starting with Tezos. In staking protocols, investors can put up tokens for bond to help run and secure the networks. Those folks are rewarded with additional tokens, allowing users to gain interest on their principal investment. To start, and this is talking about what Coinbase is doing, Tezos is doing at Coinbase. To start, it will allow clients to stake the Tezos network. We're proud to be the first regulated, insured, and truly institutional staking provider in crypto. Coinbase custody will take about 20% from the current 8% yield, which means that clients will be able to earn around a little over 6% annually by staking Tezos. Oh, my God. So if these guys could stake Tezos on their own, they would make 8%, but if, if they want to not control their own private key and let Coinbase control their precious Tezos, then they'll make ta they'll make uh, 6%. I mean, this, this is great for Coinbase. All these people are going to want to um, want to get interest on their Tezos and uh, Coinbase is going to get a cut of it. And 
it reminds me that, you know, if Coinbase can do this, and again, this is not for regular people yet. It's for uh, institutional clients. And I, I, I got to make this clear. But if they can do this for institutional clients, stake their Tezos, give basically give interest um, on, uh, on a coin, why haven't uh, people that held Bitcoin during the B-Gold fork been credited their B-Gold yet? I mean, Coinbase, if you have the capabilities of doing this with Tezos, you should do this with all Bitcoin forks. I mean, this is a big selling point. You're admitting, <laughs> I mean, you're proving that people want interest on their coins, that they think of you as a bank. In the future, if you really want to be a true crypto bank, then you should be able to give these crypto dividends, these interest, the airdrops, whatever, easily to people. And then people are going to be fooled into letting you control their private keys and you're going to get rich off of them. You're going to take cuts of it, just like you're taking cuts of the Tezos staking a big cut of the Tezos staking, you could take a, a, a cut of the B gold, a cut of the B rodeo, cut of whatever, the MWC coin of the future. It, they're not complaining about the Tezos stake, getting a cut of the Tezos stake. I don't think people, what you got right now is a lot of people that are that might sue you to get that B gold. I mean, there, there were there was talk at the time, like, you know, I held Bitcoin there, why didn't I get the B gold? And again, you, you have small print that probably gets you off of that stuff. Hey, but I'm just giving you a suggestion. And I'm saying to everyone who's watching this now, that this, everything that I just talked about is probably the future. Is people want their hand held, people want, they want interest-bearing crypto accounts, and, and Coinbase is going in that direction, and there'll be competitors to Coinbase that do, do stuff like this. And maybe we'll take my advice and, and give everybody their airdrops and make it real easy to get your uh, airdrops and your uh, forks and just take a, a big cut of them. I mean, at this point, who's even claimed <laughs> some of those Bitcoin forks out there, some of those crazy ones? If, if, if Coinbase had it set up that they'd be like, yeah, We'll give you half of the value of those forks. People would be pretty, pretty, be pretty happy, actually. They, I mean, even though it's like <laughs> probably much less than a total uh, of a, like it's around a total of a one percent return for all of those lameo forks. So people, I mean, people are, are dealing with BitFi to try to get a two percent return or a six percent return. They're giving up their private key. People will give up their private key for one percent too, probably one percent interest. Pound that like button. Hey, the future is going to be wacky and wild and some people will do well off of the interest but it won't be the, worth the risk to others because they'll lose the some of these providers of of interest uh will just run away with people's bitcoin they'll pro again i'm saying put your bitcoin on your trezor that's the best thing learn how to do this stuff your own on your own if you're if you're so into altcoins and everything and you then and, and you think you're a Tezos master, then don't rely on Coinbase. You better know how to stake your own Tezos and get your uh, your free Tezos from staking. But again, I say keep it simple with the Bitcoin. Keep it on your Trezor. Do the airdrops. We'll talk about MWC coin in a second. Pound that like button. All righty. What do we have here? Now, Chris, my, my buddy Chris over at the uh, M MWC, Mimble Wimble Coin, which is going to be an airdrop of uh, for Bitcoin holders. And I'm a Bitcoin holder, so I like when I get free coins. Well, he, he, he is, he's the lead dev. He's the lead guy over there. Great communication on his part. He's got a new Medium post. I linked to it below. 
All right. And I got, I got to say most devs, I mean, they're not marketing people. They're, they're not communicators. They don't answer questions. Chris has been really good with answering people's questions and posting all this stuff. So, so good for them. Um, and hopefully that'll help the, the interest and, in, uh, the value. And for, again, we're, we're getting it for free. So I, I wish him all the luck in the world, but he's come up with this, uh, BIP 137 and it involves, well, Okay, I'll read the whole thing. In order to to get your airdrop, you've got to sign, uh, and you can sign on your uh, on your Trezor, or you can do it uh, on other storage devices. But it's easiest on your Trezor, apparently. And I'm going to read a quote by uh, Andy Hoffman that's going to help explain all this. And this is all linked to below. The MWC team will provide instructions for signing messages, and thus registering for the airdrop from the Trezor, which will be the easiest, and from other types of wallets. Uh, preparing for the registration, Chris and the MWC devs realized there was no true industry-wide protocol for message signing. Thus, in an attempt to make it easier to do so, uh, to make this and future Bitcoin airdrops easier from numerous diverse wallets, they coded a method of doing so, Bit137, which was last night, which last night was merged into Bitcoin's Bit repository. So there you go. They're doing something over there that's going to make other airdrops uh, easier for for everyone, and and hopefully it is implemented by uh, by many uh, storage devices. Uh, so that's good to make it a, univer a universally easy thing to do. Because right now to sign is not is not the same everywhere. It's different. So this is this is great to have a standard, a signing standard. The uh, the airdrop. So this is the airdrop bit. I, I call it. Uh, anyway, and he's he's in he's he's in motion. I give him credit for that. And it's helping the entire Bitcoin holding community in the future. If if this really becomes something, if this bit one thirty seven is uh, adopted by by all. That that would be great for the Bitcoin holding because then in the future it'll be easy, really easy to get these airdrops. Because again, in the past it hasn't been. You know, there have been issues. It wasn't that easy with uh, Brodium to to sign and, and get the airdrop. And so that's linked to below. Good. Yeah, I'm wearing the Satoshi Nakamoto shirt here. Uh, I think this is a cryptoid shirt. It's linked to below. You can get it. Haven't worn it for a while. It says Satoshi in Japanese. CoinDesk with this article. SEC posts, postpones decision on Bitwise and Bitcoin on all the ETFs. Okay, one day. My reason for bringing this up is that, as I've said, we're going to keep on hearing that the uh, SEC decisions on the ETF proposals are delayed. But one day, isn't it going to be sweet when you wake up and you hear that the the SEC has approved the Bitcoin ETF? That's just that's just something you should remember over the next few months or year or more than a year when you wake up every two months or every six weeks or so reading it's been delayed it's been delayed it's been rejected it's been delayed it's sort of been delayed that one day you're going to wake up and we're one day closer to that thing being approved pound that like button long term thinking though you got to you got to have patience you got to defer that gratification it will be so much sweeter all right. But for now, rejection, rejection, rejection. Get used to it. So today when I was at synagogue, 
there was a little meal afterwards. I didn't eat, of course, because I only eat once a day. And everyone was asking me about that, of course. But they uh, they know that I'm in the Bitcoin. So people were asking me about Bitcoin. And this guy says, Adam, did you read the Wall Street Journal article about the uh, Bitcoin mining off of natural gas waste off of oil in in Canada? And I was, I, said, I didn't read that article, but I know the guy behind it, Steve Barber. And I've, I've talked about this on my show before. So I, I, I went home. I Sure enough, the Wall Street, and I linked to it below, the Wall Street Journal has an article about Steve Barber, about upstream data and uh, Bitcoin mining at oil and gas facilities. That's what, that's what he does. And I congratulate the Wall Street Journal for writing about this. I first mentioned this story on this show, and I linked to the show below uh, in May of 2018. So again, and they picked up the st on the story. What is it now? Uh, ten months later, or whatever it is, eleven months later, ten months later. It's ten months. Later. Um, so that just reminds you that uh, I don't. I don't just repeat the same old news that the CoinDesk put, put out there over and over, over again. You know, I I could just do a show listing all the generic CoinDesk, uh, CoinDesk news, and, and some people I think do that and just comment on that. No, I, I bring you the news. I met Steve Barber personally in Calgary, and again, you can watch the video yourself of when I I say this is amazing. With this, I was in Norway in May. Talk, I just found the. Uh, Steve's account and upstream data's account. I was like, this is this is amazing, you know? The, the Bitcoin mining off of oil and gas at oil and gas facilities using the excess gas. I mean, it, it's taking waste and turning it into Bitcoin. It's great. And now the Wall Street Journal writes about it. And I'm I'm glad they did write about it because there's all that FUD about how Bitcoin is wasteful, but Bitcoin is turning waste into Bitcoin. Uh, <laughs> and uh but again, I, I just wanted to point out to everybody, this is the freaking best show out there on the freaking web. And if you're, I mean, if you're a 20%er, at least if you want fancy sets and graphics, or if you want to hear about things 10 months late, because I'm sure now a lot of people are talking about the Wall Street Journal article. Like it's, it's totally, too, it's totally news. I mean, again, in July, Vortex, me, BTC Benny, we're hanging out with this guy. At, uh, Francis also, R Rodolfo Novak. We were hanging out with this dude in, in Calgary. But again, the Wall Street Journal picks up on the story a year later. So congratulations, congratulations, Steve. You're doing a great thing. This is, it, it, it's awesome. Check ch check it out. Check him out. I linked to my video, his twi Twitter accounts, and if you want to uh, actually read the Wall Street Journal thing. So, so moving on, uh, Luke Gass Jr., and this was, I think, on Friday or Thursday, and I do not know what has become of this. He says, looks like HitBTC have decided to go full scammer and are stealing balances of users, including me. Probably a good idea to get anything you have off there off and take care not to use it. And as always, keep as little on exchanges as possible. Well, wait, wait, wow, Luke, Luke, is, Luke Dash Jr. is trading uh, crypto on HitBTC. That's a little odd. And yeah, I, I wouldn't keep a thing on any exchanges, first of all. And I, I don't know if they stole from him or not. He, he's basically saying in that statement that they're sketchy. Yeah, they're freaking sketchy. They tried to uh, extort money out of uh, be private. They're sketchy. And this is this is what you get when you deal with exchanges. I've said this many times. Uh, and I think in the future, we're, we're going to still deal with this. I mean, one day they're going to they're going to open exchanges in Nigeria one day. Again, there are no, I mean, well, no, 
in certain parts of Africa, there are no exchanges. There are exchanges in South Africa and Zimbabwe, but that is not the, the bulk of Africa. I mean, we have a whole world that has so many countries don't have exchanges in it. They're gonna, there's gonna be a whole and you know, the exchanges in the United States started out pretty sketchy, then they got regulated. Okay. It's there in some countries, there aren't even any exchanges yet. So they, they have to go through the whole wild, wild west process. And so, you know, the, these type of things are, are going to be happening all the time in, in the future, but just in different parts of the world. So if you're in a different part of the world, don't, don't ever play with any of these exchanges. I mean, that, that's the bottom line, but I want to, I want to focus on hit BTC for, for a second. And, uh, Dave, my, my buddy, big Dave, who was on the show, big Dave Akers, and he, he has a tweet out there. So HitBTC, what is the story? March 9th, HitBTC said, HitBTC has compensated custody losses, referring to the be private issue. March 26th, HitBTC says, users did not sustain any losses as a result of this, the, the be private issue. If there were in fact no losses, why did you try and extort 58,920 B private from the B private team. And that that's it. That's a great question. Again, they're they're contradicting themselves. They would never debate him uh to to uh, in an audio debate. They just let they just send out press releases. Again, you, you should just refer to uh Luke Dash Jr.'s uh comments about them too. You're messing with some uh people. It's the, they can say what they want to say, they can do what they want to do, but just know, I mean, if any of you are still putting putting money on these exchanges i i think you're mad i think you're crazy but the clearly the, the hit btc thing I, I they thought they could get away with this they really thought they could get away with this and i just i give dave and everybody over there at be private all the credit in the world for not giving in and just not saying no putting their foot down no we're not going to give you our coin because you randomly came up with some lie about uh losing it and you can't even keep your lie straight no, and there, there are, and again, there are people out there, short-term thinkers who are like, why don't you just pay them? Why don't you? Just, they'll let us stay on the exchange. They'll let your your coin stay on the exchange. No, no, that, that's 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 crazy. That's re, that's rewarding an extortionist. You don't do that. Then they'll keep on doing it. They'll get worse. All right. Speaking of exchanges, on BitThumb there was an EOS hack. Why are you into EOS? Why are you into BitThumb? That basically is what Tone Bay said in his tweet. That's linked to below. Um, I mean, that's all I got to say about that. And uh, Bitwise. Okay, so Thursday on Thursday show, I was talking about uh, Bitwise, and I was I was very excited, and uh, there was a lot of lack of sleep on my part. And I, I wanted to I wanted to clarify something from from Thursday show if you didn't understand. Bitwise has some proposed uh, funds. There's like a top 10 crypto fund, a top 20, a top 100 crypto fund. And I would say I, I said that uh, that the I what I was trying to say was the coin market cap top 10 changes from year to year, okay? But the true top tier altcoins, that really doesn't change. I mean, it, it, there might be a couple that move into it. Over time, I mean, for for a few years now, Litecoin and Ethereum have clearly been top tier. There's been no argument about it, and uh, and I, I think you can say all that Monero is also, and and it, it, for, for I mean Dash and and Bcash. I mean, again, since these are things that not everyone's going to like, but there's just they're out there, and 
we in in terms of coin market cap though you have coins like binance coin that jump into it and then jump out of it the tether that jumps in and it and jump, these are coins that binance coin is not going to be a top tier coin in the future i mean you you know that you know that so there's a difference between the top tier altcoins and uh the, the coin market cap ones and there's a stability issue there also uh the you know what what's the the, the coin market cap top 10 is is much changes much more so than the top tier altcoins uh and then of course i mean the bottom line is the whether it be the top 100 altcoins or the coin market cap 100 altcoins that does change a lot the, the top i mean that, that's just totally a gamble that's just totally a gamble there's there's really just a top tier maybe a second tier and then just the rest is just wild wild west but in terms of market valuation yeah there could be a lot of manipulation when a new coin comes on the scene it can pop into the top like again bsv for example B bsv is listed in like it was listed in the top 10 of coin market cap and now it's like in the top 12. it is not a top tier altcoin <laughs> and it's not considered one by uh bitwise either in their funds okay enough of that i just wanted to uh, there's, a, there's there's a little bit of a nuanced uh talk there between uh you know coin market cap top 10 and what, what's really uh, a top tier altcoin but, oh, and here so here's some dudes in motion, some links you guys should check out really quick. Uh, really, uh, what is this? The Bitcoin Rabbi has this out. He's in motion. I wrote a storybook for children and adults, Bitcoin Money, a tale of Bitville discovering good money. It's meant to introduce someone to why Bitcoin. It will be full color, about 30 pages. We're working on illustrations now release next month that's linked to below i mean that's cool he's in motion he's in motion now on the other side of the spectrum i was informed about a video series called bitcoin and friends and it's like a cartoon that's like south park there's a lot of cursing and stuff in it that is also linked to below but that dude's in motion also he's taking it from a different level <laughs> okay he's not it's not a nice clean and uh good-hearted uh for children type of storybook it's a uh, video that's hardcore <laughs> and finally here's your reading assignment for the day uh it, this is about uh blockfi what was this this is a guy named zane poke pokek blockfi and the mystery of finance and it, it basically uh talks about how uh, after taxes you, you you're not going to make that much more by giving up your precious bitcoin to BlockFi, and he talks about the many risks and trade-offs involved with BlockFi, and it, it, is it worth it? Is the question. So you can read his uh, his link below. And uh, right, okay. Before I sign off, Vention just sent five bucks. Careful cra criticizing the great and honorable <laughs> Satoshi. He might sue you if you don't agree that he's Satoshi. So yeah, the fake the fake Satoshi who I, I talked about his coin, which is not a, a top tier altcoin. Uh, it, he, he might, he might sue me for, he's threatening to sue all sorts of people on a uh, crypto Twitter. I try not to talk about that stuff because I, I try to ignore him totally, but he really, that's the, 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 the sociopath psychopath fake Satoshi. He thrives off of people giving him attention and talk, you know, he, he just, he makes just the biggest claims on social media. So again, I stumble upon them because people retweet them. Alistair Milne, like, gives him Alistair Milne, who's a great Twitter dude, gives uh, fake Satoshi too much attention. 
And so I read Alistair Milne and then I see this stuff by fake Satoshi. No, people, you shouldn't. The, the guy thrives off of the attention and he he's able to fool more and more people by giving him attention. By, he gets more followers. He gets he can point to like, oh, look at all these replies that I got of people cursing me. They hate me. I'm going to sue them. And then he gets more. So anyway, that's it. They're, they're, they're sickos like that out there who just uh, they can lie and lie and lie, but they just love that attention. It's the attention economy. Check out Saturday's show. I talk about that type of stuff. Thank you, Vention, though, for the contribution. Pound that like button. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. I'm in Baltimore, but this was a West Coast time type of show. Uh, check out the links below. Bang that bell button also and click on the squares to see all my recent shows. Thanks for all the support, dudes. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.